Starting the morning off with God is the key to strength and success in your day. Good morning. Today is Tuesday, July 14, 2020. Please join me in praying the morning offering prayer and prayers for our Holy Father. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Jesus, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, I offer you my prayers, works, joys, and sufferings of this day for all the intentions of your Sacred Heart in union with the holy sacrifice of the Mass throughout the world, for the salvation of souls, the reparation of sins, the reunion of all Christians, and in particular for the holy intentions of the Holy Father this month. Amen. Prayers for the Holy Father Almighty and everlasting God, have mercy upon thy servant, Pope Francis, our Supreme Pontiff, and direct him, according to thy loving kindness, in the way of eternal salvation that of thy gift he may ever desire that which is pleasing unto thee, and may accomplish it with all his might. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Quote from St. Padre Pio, You must speak to Jesus, not only with your lips, but also with your heart. Actually, on certain occasions, you should speak with only your heart. Meditation of the Day, an excerpt from Mere Christianity by C.S. Lewis, page 95. Chastity is the most unpopular of the Christian virtues. There is no getting away from it. The Christian rule is either marriage with complete faithfulness to your partner or else total abstinence. Now this is so difficult and so contrary to our instincts that obviously either Christianity is wrong or our sexual instinct, as it is now, has gone wrong, one or the other. Of course, being a Christian, I think it is the instinct which has gone wrong. God knows our situation. He will not judge us as if we had no difficulties to overcome. What matters is the sincerity and perseverance of our will to overcome them. Before we can be cured, we must want to be cured. Those who really wish for help will get it. But for many modern people, even the wish is difficult. We may indeed be sure that perfect chastity, like perfect charity, will not be attained by any merely human efforts. You must ask for God's help. Even when you have done so, it may seem to you for a long time that no help, or less help than you need, is being given. Never mind. After each failure, ask forgiveness, pick yourself up, and try again. Very often, what God first helps us towards is not the virtue itself, but just this power of always trying again. For however important chastity or courage or truthfulness or any other virtue may be, this process trains us in habits of the soul 
which are more important still. It cures our illusions about ourselves and teaches us to depend on God. We learn, on the one hand, that we cannot trust ourselves even in our best moments, and, on the other, that we need not despair even in our worst, for our failures are forgiven. The only fatal thing is to sit down content with anything less than perfection. Scripture verse of the day. Come now, let us settle the matter, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they are red as crimson, they shall be like wool. If you are willing and obedient, you will eat the good things of the land. But if you resist and rebel, you will be devoured by the sword. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. Isaiah chapter 1 verses 18 through 20 Saint of the Day The Saint of the Day for July 14th is St. Kateri Tekakwitha. St. Kateri Tekakwitha lived between 1656 and 1680. She was also known as the Lily of the Mohawks. She was born in present-day New York. Her father was a Mohawk chief and her mother an Algonquin who had been converted to the Christian faith by Jesuit missionaries. When Kateri was four years old, a smallpox epidemic killed her entire family and left her partially blind, disfigured, and crippled. She was raised by her uncle, who detested the Christians. As she grew up, Kateri longed for the Catholic faith of her mother and was very drawn to the missionaries evangelizing near her village. At the age of 20, she was baptized with the name Catherine, which was translated as Kateri, after St. Catherine of Siena. Her uncle opposed her conversion to Christianity, and as a result, she was ostracized by her people and treated harshly. When it was clear that her life was in danger, a priest helped her flee to a French Jesuit mission in Montreal, Canada, a journey of over 200 miles, alone and on foot. There she lived a solitary life of prayer and penance, rejecting an opportunity for marriage. Her great sanctity, virtue, and love for Christ amazed everyone who knew her. She was also known as a miracle worker. Kateri died of illness at the age of 24. She was beatified by Pope St. John Paul II in 1980 and canonized in 2012 by Pope Benedict XVI as the first Native American saint. Kateri is the patron saint of environmentalists, orphans, exiles, and those who are ridiculed for their piety. And today, July 14th, is St. Kateri Tekakwitha's feast day. Devotion of the Month July is the month of the precious blood. The month of July traditionally honors the most precious blood of Jesus. It is the blood of Christ, the Lamb of God, which cleanses from sin. Therefore, the Church developed a devotion to Jesus' physical blood and its mystical power, just as it did for His Sacred Heart from which His blood poured out on the cross. The precious blood of Jesus courses through the Church spiritually, giving eternal life to the body of Christ through the sacraments. Many saints had a devotion to the precious blood of Jesus, especially St. Catherine of Siena. Devotion to the precious blood spread widely through the preaching of St. Gaspar del Buffalo, who was a 19th century priest and the founder of the Missionaries of the Precious Blood. This devotion was later approved and recommended by the Holy See. The feast day of the most precious blood of Jesus is July 1st. Readings for Holy Mass for Tuesday of the 15th week in Ordinary Time 
A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah, chapter 7, verses 1 through 9. In the days of Ahaz, king of Judah, son of Jotham, son of Uzziah, Rezin, king of Aram, and Pekah, king of Israel, son of Ramaliah, went up to attack Jerusalem, but they were not able to conquer it. When word came to the house of David that Aram was encamped in Ephraim, the heart of the king and the heart of the people trembled, as the trees of the forest tremble in the wind. Then the Lord said to Isaiah, Go out to meet Ahaz, you and your son Shir Jashub, at the end of the conduit of the upper pool on the highway of the fuller's field, and say to him, Take care you remain tranquil and do not fear. Let not your courage fail before these two stumps of smoldering brands, the blazing anger of Rezin and the Arameans, and of the son of Ramalia, because of the mischief that Aram, Ephraim, and the son of Ramalia plots against you, saying, Let us go up and tear Judah asunder, make it our own by force, and appoint the son of Tabil king there. Thus says the Lord, This shall not stand, it shall not be. Damascus is the capital of Aram, and Rezin is the head of Damascus. Samaria is the capital of Ephraim, and Ramalia's son, the head of Samaria. But within sixty years and five, Ephraim shall be crushed, no longer a nation. Unless your faith is firm, you shall not be firm. The Word of the Lord. Responsorial Psalm, Psalm 48 God upholds his city forever. Great is the Lord, and holy to be praised, in the city of our God. His holy mountain, fairest of heights, is the joy of all the earth. God upholds his city forever. Mount Zion, the recesses of the north, is the city of the great king. God is with her castles, renowned is he as a stronghold. God upholds his city forever. For lo, the kings assemble, they come on together. They also see, and at once are stunned, terrified, routed. God upholds his city forever. Quaking seizes them there, anguish like a woman's in labor, as though a wind from the east were shattering ships of Tarshish. God upholds his city forever. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew, chapter 11, verses 20 through 24. Jesus began to reproach the towns where most of his mighty deeds had been done, since they had not repented. Woe to you, Chirazin! Woe to you, Bethsaida! For if the mighty deeds done in your midst had been done in Tyre and Sidon, they would long ago have repented in sackcloth and ashes. But I tell you, it will be more tolerable for Tyre and Sidon on the day of judgment than for you. And as for you, Capernaum, Will you be exalted to heaven? You will go down to the netherworld. For if the mighty deeds done in your midst had been done in Sodom, it would have remained until this day. But I tell you, it will be more tolerable for the land of Sodom on the day of judgment than for you. The Gospel of the Lord Prayer for the United States of America, composed by His Excellency, Archbishop Carlo Maria Vigano. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Almighty and eternal God, King of kings and Lord of lords, graciously turn your gaze to us who invoke you with confidence. Bless us, citizens of the United States of America, 
Grant peace and prosperity to our nation. Illuminate those who govern us, so that they may commit themselves to the common good in respect for your holy law. Protect those who, defending the inviolable principles of the natural law and your commandments, must face the repeated assaults of the enemy of the human race. Keep in the hearts of your children courage for the truth, love for virtue, and perseverance in the midst of trials. Make our families grow in the example that our Lord has given us, together with His Most Holy Mother and St. Joseph in the home of Nazareth. Give to our fathers and mothers the gift of strength to educate wisely the children with which you have blessed them. Give courage to those who, in spiritual combat, fight the good fight as soldiers of Christ against the furious forces of the children of darkness. Keep each one of us, O Lord, in your most sacred heart, and above all, he whom your providence has placed at the head of our nation. Bless the President of the United States of America, so that, aware of his responsibility and his duties, he may be a knight of justice, a defender of the oppressed, a firm bulwark against your enemies, and a proud supporter of the children of light. Place the United States of America and the whole world under the mantle of the Queen of Victories, our unconquered leader in battle, the Immaculate Conception. It is thanks to her, and through your mercy, that the hymn of praise rises to you, O Lord, from the children whom you have redeemed in the most precious blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Starting the morning off with God is the key to strength and success in your day.